everybody. Welcome to Zone Defense. We talk all things NBA and NFL. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, Zone Defense Podcast, on Twitter at Zone Defense Pod, and smash that subscribe button down below because it really helps out our channel a lot. Also, let us know if you think Justin Tucker's 66-yard game-winning field goal was lucky or all skill. Today we will be doing our Week 4 NFL game picks. How's it going, guys? Thanks, Drew. I really appreciate that question off the top. Uh, that's a heartbreaker right there. But anyways, it's another... Great week for me. I guess another day at the top of the standings once again. Uh, completely uncharted territory for myself, but I'm excited to keep it going and hopefully continue the lead throughout the next couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a great week for me. I'm, I'm falling behind a little bit, but I've been making some bull picks. I think they'll start hitting eventually. Uh, but without further ado, let's let's jump right into the news and notes, man. I mean, this is uh, there was a lot of injuries last week, some reoccurring injuries there. Um, AJ Brown and Julio. I don't know what's up with that Tennessee medical team but they the hamstrings over there are weak both guys i expect to both miss uh juju banged up a little bit missed some of the game i believe with a rib injury i believe and he might play i think i'm not sure and dalvin cook went through some individual drills with the high ankle sprain i'm still unsure i think that's a game time decision quentin nelson i it looked kind of bad i think it ended up being a high ankle sprain i know he got carted off but uh he, he probably missed a couple weeks. Uh, James White looks like he me out for the season with hip, bad hip injury. Darius Slayton, Sterling Chip went out like basically on back-to-back plays. I think both with hamstrings, a lot of hamstrings this year. A lot of hamstrings, a lot of ribs is what we've seen so far. But I think both guys will probably be all right. Maybe they'll miss a week. Um, Blake Martinez, KJ Hamler, both done for the season. Torn ACLs. Uh, sucks, especially for Hamler. Uh, his is... Even where it's not just ACL, I believe. I think it was more than that. So so tougher, and hopefully he can recover. Both of those guys can. And then Christian McCaffrey, unfortunately for all of my fantasy teams, with the hamstring injury, hurt hurt a couple of my teams this week. But I think he's going he's gonna to be all right, it seems like. It doesn't seem like a super serious injury. We got a couple uh, a couple different moves. Uh, Richard Sherman today going to Tampa. That's a big move. I, I like that move a lot for them. Uh, Josh Gordon to the Chiefs as of right now. He's reinstated. He's back. He's super athletic, but he's getting up there in age. We'll see if he's got anything left. Uh, I, I hope he can stay in the league for sure. But uh, And then C.J. Henderson, the young corner. Jacksonville weirdly trades him to Carolina. I love the move for Carolina. Sucks that J.C. Horn went down with the injury, but when he's healthy, I like both of these guys a lot as a dynamic duo up and coming in the league. And then lastly, some guys maybe to return a guy that's not on there, Deontay Johnson, uh, returned to practice today. Claypool actually went down with an injury, too. Uh, I don't think he practiced today, so that's another guy that isn't on there. But Antonio Brown off the COVID list, Miles Boykin and Rashad Bateman both taken off of uh, short-term IR. And then lastly, Dalvin Cook. Like I said, he's getting some limited practices, but he, he's uh, – I – I think he's going to miss another week. We'll see. Uh, it's it's possible he's back out there. Madison did look good. I don't think they should rush him back. So we'll see. But that's that's basically it for the news and note, guys. Uh, Roman, you got anything to add there? Um, no. I mean, you're hyping up CMC at the beginning of our episode last week with him playing against the Texans. Unfortunately, he went down. Uh, but I think Hubbard yep. will fill in there quite nicely over there. Yeah, for sure. I, I can definitely see it. The only thing I really want to talk about with this is um, just shout out to the Jaguars for wasting a tenth, top 10 pick um, in the 2020 draft and then trading him less the, about a year later. I mean, that's just embarrassing. Like, I, know I think they got a third and Dan Arnold was what it was. Maybe It's was embarrassing. Second. That's ridiculous. And, and I feel bad for Dan Arnold because he was actually kind of playing 
kind of well. He's, he had some yeah, nice connections he's nice there. He's like a black hole. Yeah. Um, which I, maybe I guess he could, I think he's still a relatively young guy. Maybe he can build yeah, a strong is. connection with Trevor Lawrence, but uh, yeah, that sucks for him. Um, yeah. And Richard Sherman, that's kind of cool too. Going to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Josh Gordon, of Kansas city. We actually kind of talked about this briefly um, off the air. Um, I hope it works out for him, but it seems like all the time with this guy, it's like he gets on a good team and he has maybe one or two big games. And then unfortunately he ends up out of the league again. So, um, I hope he's, I hope he's there and ready to go. It'd be great. He's super talented way back when with the Browns, but, um, yeah, all the best to him, but it, it's, I'm skeptical to say the least, but, um, did you guys have anything else you wanted to add about the news and notes before we hop into the pick them? Yes. Roman. I, I, one, one quick note, uh, LaShawn McCoy actually retired a couple yeah. days ago. So that's important that to know, uh, you know, today he hitchhiked his way to two Super Bowls, So good for him. But, uh, other than that, uh, a good career overall. I mean, he didn't do anything. He had to throw that one. He didn't do, he didn't do anything. Hey man, a good career for Shady McCoy. Six Pro Bowls all time. One of the, one of my favorite running backs to watch with this really signature carrying the ball out for everybody else to have. Basically palming the football while he carries the ball. I mean, he was electric, really fun guy to watch. Uh, but you know, he his time has come. Kind of sucks, but he could be a Hall of Famer. We'll see. Six Pro Bowls is pretty impressive. Two time Super Bowl champ too. Yeah, so. he'll probably be a Pro Bowler or not a Pro Bowl. He'll probably be a Hall of Famer to be honest. I, I can know. see it. Six, six Pro Bowls is impressive, man. Okay, it's a okay. I'm not, I'm not a big on the pro polls as you are, maybe, but uh, I look at the stats and how they compare to guy. I mean, He's like got some nice stats. I guess if you look. I don't want to get into a Lashawn McCoy Hall of Fame case discussion, but if you look at guys like Terrell Davis way back when, he had like two good years and he made it to the Hall of Fame, and that was like the late '90s. Um, and Lashawn McCoy, I don't think has an MVP, but. Um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. That, that's, a, that's an off-season conversation. We can have that conversation later, along with Eli Manning. I think we have to have the Eli Manning conversation of Hall of Fame before we have LeSean McCoy. All right, fellas, let's jump into the pick now. Yeah, we got an enticing matchup here um, for the first one between the Jags and the Bengals. Um, battle of the first overall picks. Um, Chris, how do you start us off here? Who do you like in this matchup? Yeah, uh, well, I don't like the Jags. Let's just be real. I'm going to jump into it quickly. Since he's going to win this game, I got prop bets on Joe Mixon. He's on my fantasy team. I'm hoping it's not a repeat of last week where I'm really I'm really bullish. I think he's going to run for over 125. At least my that money was where my mouth is right there. I got him I got him down for that and a toddy. I need him to do that to hit a, a nice parlay. But I, I think he's going to have a nice game. I think Jamar Chase is going to have a nice game. T. Higgins is out, which stinks, and that should have been on the injury thing. But uh, Jacksonville sucks. Let's be real. They might not win a game while you're Trevor Lawrence. Doesn't look great, but honestly, I can't even blame him because I think the coaching staff sucks. I think everything about Jacksonville sucks, and they should move to London. Okay. <laughs> wow, gee. Uh, I don't know about that last. That's how you really feel, Chris. I mean, yeah, I think Cincinnati's going to win too. Um, this could be an ugly game depending on what kind of Cincinnati we see, but this is a game that, that they definitely have to win uh, to move the record to three and one on top of the division. That'd be pretty huge for them, um, but a loss would be very brutal to them. Yeah, and the shout out to, I know we're ripped on the Jags, and I I'm with you, Chris. I don't think I think the only chance they have to win a game this year is when they play the Texans again later in the season. Um, and the Texans actually haven't looked terrible. They haven't looked good, but they haven't looked terrible. Um, the Bengals, though, I mean, shout out to them. They've had a great start to the year. They're what two and one, uh, being some quality teams at least on paper. Maybe uh, they beat they beat Pittsburgh. Um, they also beat uh, Minnesota, who had a nice win last week. So uh, things looking really good for the Bengals. I still don't think they're going to be a playoff team. Um, but three and one, I mean, that's a really nice start for Cincinnati. Um, with, and Jamar Chase, uh, despite the offseason kind of turmoil he went through, both on and off the field, um, he's had a really nice start to his um, 
probably very promising NFL career. Um, now we've got the Lions and the Bears. Um, the Lions, they should have won last week. Let's just be real. I mean, I mean, you could say that, or you could say that they didn't deserve to win because Hollywood Brown couldn't catch the ball in the end zone. Lots of things you could say about the Lions. Um, but we'll leave it to our resident Lions um, lover guy to start us off here with the Bears and the Bears and the Lions game. So who do you like, Chris, or Roman? Thanks, Drew. Uh, the Lions, there was a lot to like in that game last week. Uh, we made Lamar Jackson, the entire rushing offense, look a little pedestrian than normal. Um, we kept contained most of the time. I'm sure there were some lucky drops with Hollywood uh, in the second half, but and a lucky uh, kick. Don't forget that, Roman. Yeah, lucky I mean, I, I hit the I hit the the crossbar. So I mean, the, the, no the, NFL like, record can be a lucky kick, man. I'm, I've already had this conversation with you. No, no, no. Well, anyways, uh, for the Bears, at least it was a brutal loss for them last week against the Browns. I mean, they gave up what like seven something sacks, only one yard of total offense net yard one and they had justin fields starting i mean if they can come out with dolan or Foles or fields i'm picking the lions and this is one of the games of the season i'm actually gonna smash them confidently in this game i think they can come out and win this game yeah i'm i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna pick chicago uh they're gonna win this game if justin fields start he's gonna bounce back um their defense is too good. Uh, they still did a decent job. I know the score doesn't indicate, but the Browns had the ball all game, and it's not like they got apps. Their defense didn't get cooked out there. They they contained Nick Chubb pretty well. Baker didn't do a lot. It was cream on it, a couple of nice blow-up plays, and they kicked a ton of field goals. It was simple as that. I think Chicago bounces back in a big way this week. I'm starting their defense against the Lions in my in my redraft league with full confidence this week as they're going to – I think they might put the smack down on the Lions, to be honest. It's home – I think this is a get-right game for Chicago and a get-wrong game for Detroit. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris. You're on an island because we got two guys picking the Lions this week. I am with you, Roman. Um, I don't think they're a good team. I think they're going to win three to four games tops. But I don't know. They haven't looked terrible to start the year. The Bears are coming off a really bad loss last week. Um, So, yeah, I think – Justin Fields, he might. He, I think he was a full participant in practice yesterday, I believe. Um, I didn't see what happened today, but uh, he's probably he's probably going to be playing. But th- I mean, I don't know. I just like I like the Lions a little bit. I mean, it's going to be a close game. Um, it's probably going to be an easy win here for Chris. But um, I don't know. I, hey, if it was based on my picks, the Lions would be two and two right now. So uh, go Lions, go. Um, but yeah, that'll be an interesting game. Now it's probably the only time all year that two of the three of us are going to take the Lions to win a game, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, all right. Now we got the Washington football team and the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the football team used to pride themselves on their defense. Their defense has looked awful. Their offense hasn't looked great. Um, the Falcons finally got out of the, the losing column last week with a big win. Um, and I, although I liked what I saw from the Falcons there, um, it's hard. Man, I kind of want to pick the Falcons. I want to go crazy here. Um, why not? Who cares? You only live once. I'm going to pick the Falcons. Um, I don't love the football team at all. I think their defense is one of the worst in the league right now, which is wow. pretty crazy to think. Um, I don't think that on paper. I'm just terms, in terms of all the stats and everything. Yeah. It's one of the worst to start the year. Um, obviously, they play Buffalo, which isn't great, but they also and they played the Chargers. They also played New York, and they looked awful against New York as well. And I don't think they're a dominant offense by any means. So um, the Falcons, they looked kind of decent last week. They got maybe Kyle Pitts didn't have a great game, but maybe he can kind of figure it out against Washington. Um, same with Calvin Ridley. Um, this might be an easy win for you guys, but I'll pick the, I'll go with the Falcons. Yeah. Give me Washington. Uh, 
I'll let you have your, your fun on that spiel. This is a get right game for Washington. Matt Ryan sucks. Uh, Arthur Smith, I don't I don't think they really played that great last week. They just the Giants kind of just beat themselves. Uh, Falcons offense really didn't look that great, and and I just don't I just don't see it with this team. I I think they're one of the worst teams in the league. I think they're going to be drafting really high. Probably going to take a quarterback. Uh, give me Washington. I think this is a get right game for that defense. I think they shut them down. I'm taking Washington as well, but I am a little bit more concerned than you are, Chris. I mean, they didn't look great last week, and obviously they played a good team in Buffalo. But, I mean, with Heineke as your quarterback, he came off a high um, the week before, so he hasn't looked that good. I mean, Atlanta, they could be coming off a, a ride in from their momentum on the win last week, um, but they didn't look super impressive either. Gibson, I don't even know if he's going to play. He was downgraded the past couple of days in practice, so if he's out, that's going to be that's going to hurt them a lot. But I'm just hoping that their defense, you know, is what they should be. And and if it is, they should dominate this game. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be a loss for me. I'm already regretting picking Atlanta, but I can't go back now. I'm already on the Matt Ryan bandwagon. So, okay, we'll have to live with that decision. Um, okay, now this should be a pretty easy game to decide. I don't even know if we have to really dive into it. Houston, shout out to them. They've looked decent. But Buffalo is either... That was the definition of a get-right game for them last week against Washington. Um, I think they're they're the team that was as good as advertised as the AFC Championship team that, that made it to the AFC Championship game last year. Um, so I really like the Bills. Do anybody have any takes they, they want to talk about this game, or do you want to just move on? Move on. Uh, this is a rematch from playoffs a few years ago when Houston somehow beat them. Uh, it's not going to be that way this time. Josh Allen's just going to eat. I agree. Sounds good. All right. Carolina and Dallas. This is an enticing matchup. Um, I believe Chris starts off here. Who do you like? The Sam Darnold Panthers or the Dak Prescott Cowboys? I've been riding Will the Panthers before now. I've been riding really hot with the Panthers, man. And and it really pains me to do this. I'm gonna pick Dallas. They're at home. Carolina, I would have picked them to up, maybe pull the upset in this one, but CMC's injury, I think I have some concerns about that offense. The Carolina defense is for real, but this is an ultimate test against Dallas. Tony Pollard may miss, so that could, that could be a, a decent thing for them, but uh, Cooper and CD are, are going to be, I mean, Cooper is going to be healthier this week. So he's not just going to be out there running, getting his cardio in. I'm assuming he's going to be more involved. Uh, JC Horn, not out there. CJ Henderson, brand new to the team. I think, I think Dallas, uh, I think they're going to win. For sure. Um, for me, I, I've successfully predicted all three of Dallas's games so far, um, surprisingly. So call me the Dallas guru, if you will. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but even if the Panthers did have CMC, I think I'm taking Dallas anyways. I think they had a great showing on Monday night, uh, albeit it was Philadelphia. And they did make Jalen Hurts look pretty bad. Um, but I think they can do the same with Sam Darnold. I mean, it's a great start. They're 3-0 so far. Uh, they can still have a, wild, a chance at the wild card if they keep it up. I think they're, they're a team to be reckoned with, but I'm going to go with Dallas on this one. I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm also going with Dallas. I wasn't super impressed with Carolina last week against Houston on Thursday Night Football. Um, they didn't look that great, um, especially after CMC went down. And DJ Moore, obviously, is healthy. He's going to be playing, but he also got a little bit dinged up there as well. Um, so, yeah. Kind of an easy pick for me with Dallas, but I do think it's going to be an entertaining game. It's going to be really fun to see whether or not Carolina can be 4-0. But um, shout out to their defense has been kind of solid as well. Um, but without CMC, I think we might see, unfortunately, maybe a little bit of regression from Sam Darnold from what we've yeah. seen the first three weeks of the year. Um, okay, now we've got Indianapolis and Miami. Um, two teams, I think they're both 1-2, and two, if I'm not mistaken. Indy's 0-3. Um, Indy's 0 3. That's right. I know that I knew they both sucked. Um, but these were for them. these were teams that had playoff aspirations to start the year. So 
huge pivotal game in week four here. Roman, Sarasov, who do you like? For me, this is kind of a tough game to pick. I mean, I'm surprised the Indies 0-3. I mean, with Wentz, they should be playing at a high level, although he is playing with two sprained ankles. Um, and Miami's playing with a backup quarterback. It actually looked surprisingly decent last week against Vegas, who's undefeated now. Uh, this is a toss-up to me, honestly, but since Miami is home, I'm going to give it to them, honestly. Um. Yeah, this is uh, this one's really tough uh, for me because Miami is home, but they're playing with a backup quarterback. Honestly, still might be the best quarterback in this game. This is, you know what? No, I'm changing. I was going to pick Indy. This is Jacoby Brissett's game. This is a revenge game. I'm picking Miami. I don't care. I was definitely going to pick Indy. I, I didn't even realize that. Give me Brissett. I'm riding high with the dog, and they're going to win this game. And, and Indy's going to be done if they lose this one. I don't know what. The, they should just tank and get a quarterback in the draft or something. I don't know. This might be my easy win here. This might balance out my Falcons pick right now. I, I'm very confident in the Colts to win this game. They got the talent on paper. Um, Miami, they're not going to have – unless they trade for Deshaun Watson, but it sounds like that might not happen until next week. Um, I, I, I don't like Miami at all. They're not a great team right now. Um, and I think, I mean, they, they did play nice. They did play well against Vegas last week. Um, but I also am not sure how good Vegas is. Um, and they choked that down the stretch. Um, so yeah, I, I like the Colts. Um, I think they're, they're well-coached team. They're not going to go own three. Miami is a very beatable team. Um, so give me Indy. Hopefully this is a, this is a, this is a must win for me, honestly, too, especially after, after that Falcons pick, not to keep going back to that. Um, all right. Now we got Browns Vikings. Um, I'm pretty sure. Was I the only person that picked the Vikings last week? I'm not yep. sure. I think so. Um, big win for them. I think they've been one of a very underrated team. I think they've had a really solid start to their year, um, but they had some kind of bad losses mixed in there to start the year, but they got finally got a win last week. Um, the Browns, one of the best teams in the NFL, 2-1. and one, Easily could be 3-0, and oh, honestly, if they didn't choke that game away to the Chiefs in week one. Um, and for me, I got to go with the Browns. As much as I like the Vikings, I do think they're a solid team. Kirk Cousins has been really good. I know uh, I was watching Chris uh, about to purchase a Justin Jefferson jersey earlier today. Um, so I know Justin Jefferson, he loves him. He's a very good player. Um, Dalvin, unfortunately, I think might, probably won't be playing again, as we mentioned earlier in the news and notes. Um, and it's going to be a decent game. It's going to be closer than maybe a lot of people think. Um, but give me the Browns in this matchup. Yeah, I'll uh, you know, this is this is a tough one for me, man. Minnesota's home. They looked pretty good last week. Oh, man, I'm tempted. You know what? I'm gonna pick Minnesota. I'm gonna go with my gut on this. this. Is a gut call for me. Minnesota looked really good last week. Their defense looked a lot better against Seattle. That was a huge win for that team. They're back home again. I I think Cleveland's good, but I didn't think their offense was overly impressive. Odell is back. I think that's gonna be a big factor. Uh, Minnesota's corners blow, but that's other than that, they've looked all right. Their one or two record doesn't indicate that this is a must win for them, and I think they get it done in a in a, in a fun game and I, that I'm excited to watch. Yeah, Minnesota isn't a slouch, and even if Cook is out, I mean, Madison's shown he can fill in quite nicely, so I don't think it'll change much in that perspective. I think it'll be another high-scoring game similar to Minnesota's the past couple weeks, uh, but I'm going to go with Cleveland uh, this week just because they have a better defense, and I think Miles Garrett is going to continue his momentum he had from last week. Yeah, I mean, I like the I like the Vikings pick a lot there, Chris, but I think Roman and I might win this one, um, but it's a ballsy pick. I appreciate that. I respect that. Um, all right, now we got Giants Saints. Um, this is kind of an interesting matchup too. Two weird teams, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, the Saints have just had an up and down start to the year. They look kind of good, and they look they look really good, and they look really bad, and they look kind of okay. 
Uh, so up and down for them and the Giants, kind of the same thing for the most part um, as well. So, uh, Chris, I know you are a Daniel Jones believer. So who do you like in this match between the Saints and the G-Men? Yeah, I believe that the amount of belief I have is that they're going to be 0-4 after this game. Uh, the Falcons was a must-win last week. Uh, New Orleans got back on track with their defense, really shutting down New England. Their offense is still, in my opinion, not very good. This is going to be an ugly, low-scoring game that, besides Alvin Kamara, I want no part of fantasy-wise, and Saquon, I guess. But um, with, besides the two running backs, I want no part of any player in this game. I think this could literally be like a 17-13, 17-10 to game. But, you know... Uh, it's two quarterbacks that kind of remind me of each other a little bit. I think James and Dan Jones share a lot of qualities on the field. Jones has looked all right this year. Like I said, he, I don't believe in him, but he's looked okay. So I just, I don't know. It's it's tough, but give me New Orleans. Yeah, I remember when Eli Manning and Drew Brees clashed the Titans. They had some great battles back in the day. I'm pretty sure they had one of the highest scoring games in NFL history, I think, at the time. Uh, it was in New Orleans. That was a good game. But now they're stuck with Daniel Jones and Jameis Winston. So, like you mentioned, Chris, I think it'll be a much low-scoring game. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Saints as well at home. Kamara is a get-right game for him, get his season back on track, who's been not bad, but I, I think he can be a lot better than what he has been. Man, I'm torn on this one, man, because, like, the Saints are, what, 2-1 and one right now. The one time I picked them is the one loss, and the other two wins they've had I picked against them. So I'm very conflicted of what to do. I do think the Saints are going to win this game, though. Um, so I'm going to go with them. I don't know if Jameis is the answer, but he's a solid quarterback. I also don't know if Daniel Jones is the answer. So it's going to come down to those kind of role players, and I do think the Saints have better role players than uh, the Giants do. Uh, so, yeah, give me the give me the Saints, but I think it's going to be a very close game, even though none of us picked them. Um, and the Giants are going to be right there in it to the end. Roman's already hopping, jumping the gun here, picking the Titans over the Jets. Thought maybe the Jets would be better, uh, to be honest with you, with Zach Wilson, Robert Sala, the juice there, but they've been awful. Um, so I'm right there with you. Titans easily. Um, they've been a very good team as well to start the season. So Chris, usually he's the first one to put his stuff in. Um, he has nothing there right now. So who do you like? Are you picking the Jets, Chris? I was just, uh, I, I happened to see an update. I'm not picking the Jets in this one. I just, I saw an update. Uh, Carlos Hyde is not playing tonight. So James Robinson's going to have a, a really big game. I just happened to see that looked on Twitter really quick, but Tennessee, even without their top two receivers, which it is kind of scary uh this is a perfect week to have them rest and get healthy against this absolutely putrid jets team i think this is going to be a low scoring game without them i think it's going to be all derrick henry i wouldn't be surprised if he goes out there and runs for 200 yards and three thousand touchdowns too because they don't really have anybody else to go to i expect it to be a heavy honestly i think I don't know what Ryan Tannehill's prop bet for rushing is, but I would take the over on that too because he's probably going to be on the move a lot when they do throw the ball because they really don't. Chester Rogers is in a target that I want to – I'd be throwing the ball Derrick Henry every play, but they're going to win this game regardless. I think they could go out there and put 11 scarecrows on defense and Zach Wilson would still find a way to throw interceptions. So, yeah, the Jets suck. I completely agree. Let's move on. Uh, we got the Chiefs and the Eagles. The Chiefs are below 500 at 1-2 and two after their loss to the Chargers last week. That was one of the, probably the worst games Patrick Mahomes has ever played, I would say, with all those interceptions and turnovers and everything. Um, they still almost won, which shows that they're still a very good team, but the fact they lost, it's, it's not great. It's been two rough weeks for the Chiefs. Hard to kind of think about that when you think about how dominant they've been. Um, and then they face an Eagles team here who's not great they obviously got plowed by dallas on a uh, monday night football um but they're they're not awful um so this could be maybe a closer game than people expect um but i think chris it's your you're up here who do you like between the chiefs and the eagles 
Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs in this one. I actually am interested in this game. I think it's going to be a fun one to watch for sure. But uh, my interest doesn't mean that Philly's going to win. It is in home in in Philly. I think they could keep this game close. I think Jalen Hurts, Casey's defense stinks. Like they're bad, and then their offense has turned them all over a ton. Philly could could win this game. I don't think it's impossible, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think they have a nice get right game. Their offense is probably going to shred this defense, and then I think uh, Hurts. I think he's going to play a good game, but. I, I'm worried about that Kansas City defense, man. I, I, they're bad, bad. Like they might, they're like the worst. They're like historically bad for three games, and they just—I mean, Justin Herbert looked unbelievable last week. He's a great player, but they made him look fan. That's one of the best I've seen him play, and he—he he just he found whoever he wanted in that game. So we'll see. Well, for Kansas City, I mean, this is the first time they're under 500 since like what 2015, I think I saw as a stat. That's that's kind of crazy. Um, and obviously, coming off back-to-back losses for Mahomes, I think they're going to come out with a vengeance. This is a get-right game, and although I like Jalen Hurts, I, I want him to do well. I think this is a game for Kansas City to lose. I don't have too much to add there. You guys pretty much touched on all the points. I think the Eagles are going to be – they're going to put up a respectable fight, <clears throat> and uh, it, it might be a closer game than people expect, and there's definitely a roadmap for them to win. But, I, yeah, give me the Chiefs in a bounce-back game. I feel like we said the same thing last week, though. They obviously didn't bounce back, so – It'll be crazy if they go to one and three. I don't think it's going to happen, but that would be pretty nuts. Um, makes things really interesting here down the stretch for them. But uh, now we've got an NFC West rivalry, uh, two of probably the hottest teams in the NFL right now with the Cardinals and the Rams. Um, I know where Roman likes to go with this pick most likely. So I'll have him start us off between the Cardinals and the Rams. Who are you picking in week four? Yeah, I mean, both teams had great performances uh, last week. I mean, Arizona, they kind of let Jacksonville in late. I mean, I'm not too concerned about that, though. But uh, Rams dominated from start to finish with the Bucs. That's a huge win for them in terms of tiebreaker um, playoff implications. So good on them. Uh, both undefeated coming into this game. It's going to be a hard-fought game. But, of course, I'm going to go with the Rams. I think, you know, when they're home, they got to win these type of games. Uh, Stafford will have a huge day. I mean, he's very familiar with the uh, the Cardinals. He literally played them every year at Detroit. So yeah, I think that, I think this would be a good game. <sighs> Man, Drew, you, you want to go, and then I can think about. I need to think about my pick. For okay, a you looked mad, so I was gonna let you go first. Um, no, I don't. But know yeah, I'm going pick. with the Rams as well. Um, like uh, like Roman said, no matter how bad the Lions teams were, for some reason we found a way to beat Arizona. Even last year we beat Arizona, which is kind of crazy. So um, they the Rams look like. Uh, I forgot who we had going to the Super Bowl. I think I had the Rams going to the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure Roman, you did too. Um, and they've looked every bit of that as that contender. Um, as good as Arizona's been, um, they've had, had a relatively easier schedule to start the year for the most part, um, especially after with Jacksonville last week. So, um, yeah, give me the Rams. They look super, super good. And, and barring any more injuries, um, I think they're going to be a, a Super Bowl contender, uh, maybe even the Super Bowl favorite right now, especially with the way Kansas City's been looking. You know what? LA ain't going 17 and 0. Give me the Cardinals. I'm going to do it. It's, I don't feel, it's like your Atlanta pick. I don't feel great about, but I feel like this Arizona team is being slept on. I mean, I did the same thing last year. I pick them almost every single week. And hey, it might work out. It might not. I think they're a good team, a team that I think they need to win this game. I mean, they're 3 and 0 right now. This is, I mean, somebody's going to be not going to be undefeated after this week, but I, th- I think Arizona has a chance. I think Kyler's going to come out and play really good because he did not. Roman said that. They kind of let Jacksonville back into the game. It was more they Jacksonville had a lead at halftime because of that Prater field goal. But then they really dominated that second. Arizona dominated in the second half of that game, and and I think Kyler looked a lot better. Their defense got a nice pick six. Byron Murphy's a great player. That defensive line I think's got to get some pressure on Stafford and Daryl Henderson could miss the game too potentially. I'm not sure about his status, but 
I think that has an impact too with their running game. They did look awesome against Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay secondary is not great either. I don't know. It's I'm definitely taking the underdog here, but I, I'm going with my Cardinals. I, I, I'm a big Cardinals guy. It's kind of like Romans. Roman is with the Rams. I do like the Cardinals, and they're kind of like my homer team that I like to pick a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a very one of the games of the week. I think for yeah, sure um, this matchup, and another possible game of the week is another NFC West matchup. I don't know why they combine these two rivalries in the same week, but um, we got the Niners and the Seahawks. I think this is going to be. Another very, very good game, very close game. I was kind of, as you were talking there, Chris, I was trying to figure out where I was going to go. I think ultimately I'm going to go with San Francisco. I know they lost last week to Green Bay, um, and I believe I picked them to win last week against Green Bay. That was a loss for me, so that sucked. But um, it was a very good game, very close. Um, Seattle, I think they're they're what we thought they were. We thought they were going to be a, just a good team, nothing great, nothing awful. Um, so I think it's going to be a close game. It's not going to surprise me if either you guys pick Seattle or if Seattle wins this game. But um, give me the Niners. I'm, I'm going to ride with them until uh, until I guess I they suck. But they I think they're yeah. a good team. I'm going to ride with the Niners as well. I think they've looked a little bit. They uh, they made it. I mean, they almost beat the Packers last week, and they, they've played good in their other games too. I mean, they let the Lions back in a little bit in that game, but besides that, they I feel like they've played pretty well. Jimmy G sucks. Let's face it, he's horrible. But Seattle's defense looks absolutely dog bleep to me. Like They just can't stop any. I mean, Kirk Cousins looked unbelievable last week. Against him. I think Jimmy G – while not as good as Kirk Cousins, has good weapons. If Kittle Kittle's a little banged up, I think he's going to play, but um, I think I'm going to take the Niners. But if Kittle misses, I would have changed my pick to Seattle if I knew that right now. Yeah, the Niners, they lost a heartbreaker. And Trey Lance, I mean, he had another touchdown too. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually gave him a full drive this week, depending on how the how the game goes. But yeah, I mean, they're, I, don't, I don't know what the status of Elijah Mitchell and the other backfield is, but Sermon had a touchdown. He could lead the way this week. Sorry, Drew, for no Jocks Patrick action last week. But, you know, <laughs> Seattle on their end, they might not even have Tyler Lockett. That would be a huge loss to them. Um, Russell Wilson really, really put that offense on his shoulders. However, I'm going to go differently, and I'm going to pick Seattle just because I think that they need, they, they need this game more than anyone in the division. I mean, they're in the cellar right now at one and two. They definitely need this game to go back to 500. This is a must-win game for Seattle. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot on the line here. I mean, after this game, the Niners will be could be three and one, and the Seahawks will be one and three, or they could both be two and two. So it's it's a lot riding on this matchup here for the playoffs division, which is crazy to think because it's only week four, but it's crazy how these things matter even even as early um, in the season as we are. But um, now we've got the Ravens and the Broncos. Um, as we already mentioned, the Ravens beat the Lions unfortunately last week. They're two and one. The Broncos are three and zero oh, though. Um, they've had a cupcake schedule to say the least to start the year. Everyone's hyping up the Broncos. So, Chris, who do you like? Maybe the more established power in the Ravens or the up and coming Teddy Two Glove led Broncos? Yeah, I mean, part of me does want to take the Broncos in this one, but I am not picking against Baltimore, man. I think this. This Bronco team is yet to have a test this year. This is their first legitimate team that they're actually facing, and I think they're going to lose, man. I think this is a reality check for this Denver team. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I really like this late slate. I think this is one of the better ones. Honestly, probably going to be one of the best, if not the best we've had all year with. I mean, all four of these matchups are awesome, man. I love them all, but this one I think I'm going to take Baltimore in as a little bit of a get-right game. 
Yeah, congrats to Denver for going three and zero and convincing the world that they're a top of their division and actually might be a good team. But this is this is a game Baltimore should win very easily. I mean, reports have said that you know coaches have called uh, Aaron Glenn, the Lions' defensive coordinator, and asked how to stop Lamar Jackson, even what his game plan was. I'm sure Vic Vangio is on the phone with that for sure. But no matter what advice they give Denver, I think it'll be a game that. You know, Baltimore bounces back. They didn't look super impressive versus the Lions. Uh, and this, this is a game they're definitely going to score more than 19 points for sure. I want to pick Denver. I really want to pick, pick Denver. Pick him then. No, I'm not going to pick Denver because I think um, last year we, I was trying to think. I was trying to think of a pun that I could work the word fraud into Broncos, but I can't. It's not like the fraud and of last year. But this is fraud written Dead all over fraud. them. Uh, it's great that you're three and zero. I think they're, they're, yeah, den fraud. Um, it's great that they're three and zero. You know, they they could very easily make the playoffs from this point. They only got to go what, like seven and seven and ten, seven and so seven and seven, right? They had to play five hundred the rest of the way. They'll probably ten wins. They'll probably make the playoffs. So that's probably very doable. But it's not happening this week against the Ravens. Um, but yeah, it's it's great though. Great for Denver. Great for Teddy Two Gloves to get off to this good a start. Three and one is still very good. Um, all right, now we got the Steelers and the Packers. Um, the Packers have looked very good after their Week One um, destruction by Jameis Winston and the Saints. The Steelers look really bad since their Week uh, One destruction of the Bills. So um, two teams kind of going in opposite directions. Roman, where do you like them here? Yeah, Pittsburgh also at the bottom of their division. So this is this game they definitely need to win. First time Big Ben and Aaron Rodgers are going up against their, uh, since their Super Bowl, so that's pretty cool. Um, however, one's actually looking a lot better than the other, and I'm going to go with that team and that quarterback, and that is uh, Green Bay. So Aaron Rodgers going to wipe the floor with Big Ben, who can't even move five inches without falling. Yeah, um, if, if anybody hasn't seen that, go on Twitter and just look up Big Ben. You'll see the uh, video. It's incredible. But, um, yeah, I think Pittsburgh can, can win this game for sure. I'm going to take Green Bay, though. Uh, Pittsburgh really needs this game, to be honest. I mean, this is a tough division. Uh, Cleveland's playing well. Cincinnati, surprisingly, playing well. Baltimore is playing really well, too, after beating the Chiefs and then beating the Super Bowl contending Lions back-to-back weeks. But, um, yeah, the Steelers, they really need this game. This is a must-win for them if they are going to make the playoffs. But, honestly, I just don't see it. And in green, in Lambeau, I just don't see Big Ben's got nothing. He's got nothing left. Yeah, it's it really sucks because the Steelers, I think I don't think I had them making the playoffs, but I had them like right there in the mix. Um, and they look so good after week one, especially that defense. And then they've just lost to some teams. Admittedly, they're on paper. They're not as they're um, they're worse than I would say or that are worse than them. Um, so, yeah, it sucks for them. But Green Bay, shout out to them. We were we shout out to them and Aaron Rodgers more specifically because uh, we were ripping on them after week one. He was done. I know I picked the Lions to beat him, obviously, because I thought he was throwing the season. He's really shut up the haters here these last two weeks. Um, all right. Now we've got <laughs> this is a big game, guys. I mean. I feel like there's a clear cut like winner here, but come on, this is Tom Tom Brady's return to Foxborough. Um, as we talked about last earlier in the ep- or we talked before we recorded, we talked about how last week I didn't watch the night football. Admittedly, I watched the NASCAR race. But I got to tell you what, I'm not gonna. I'll be watching the NASCAR race, but my main attention will be on this matchup on Sunday night football between the Tom Brady led Bucks and the Mac Jones-led Patriots, old old Brady versus new Brady, Dang it, Belichick versus Brady. There's so much going on here. Um, I I mean, I love Tom Brady, right? But I also like Mac Jones. I really want to pick the Patriots here, but they, they, ha- they just haven't looked great to start the season. So I think it's pretty easy. I'm going with the Bucs. Um, I hope somebody picks the Patriots. I do think it's going to be a close game because I think – okay. 
I don't know that I love Brady. I also love Belichick. I know I'm rambling on here. I apologize, but to see Belichick just design a game plan against Brady and just to watch them just like like dethrone him would be also pretty awesome to see because I'm a fan of both guys. But um, hopefully it's a good game. There's a lot of hype around this, as you can tell by me continuing to talk. Um, But yeah, I'm interested to see. I'll let you guys take it away now. Who do you like in this matchup? Yeah, uh, Drew, I um, it was a good discussion for sure. Um, I, I think a lot of people think the Bucks are going to just bl- come in and blow them out in Foxborough, which teams don't do that a lot, and I don't expect them to do it in this one, man. I mean, I think this could be a lower-scoring game. Uh, I would be a little bit hesitant to start my Buccaneers players personally. I think they're still starts. you got to play Brady. you got to play Mike Evans, but I think this is going to be a lower-scoring game. Um when, when you look at Bill Belichick, there's nobody that knows Brady better than Bill, and there's also no one that knows Bill better than Brady. So it's going to be a really fun sh- – I'm really, really, really excited for that – only really that side of the ball, the, the Patriots defense versus the Buccaneers offense. That's going to be a chess match all game. I think Brady is going to make – I'm going to make a bold – I think he's going to throw two picks in this game. I think he's going to have some mistakes, but he's also going to have some big plays, and he's going to do enough to give them the win. So I am going to take Tampa Bay, even though I do kind of want to take New England, but I'm not going to. You're also forgetting another return to New England, Grunk, obviously. And Antonio I mean, Brown. And Antonio Brown. Oh, I if you want to count him too. but <laughs> Just one Grunk, day against Miami. Grunk got, banged, Grunk got banged up last week, got hit in the ribs. Hopefully he plays this week. If he does, it's not a bold take, but I think he'll have a touchdown too. That'd be quite eventful, a Brady to Grunk connection, Foxborough. Um, I picked New England last week. They lost to a, a worse offense than the Bucks. I'm gonna go with the Bucks this week. Um, maybe we add a little extra bet here. Do you guys think is Brady and Grant are they gonna get booed or no? Just real quick. No, no they're, they're not. not. No. no, they're not. There we go. I agree. There's been some people like, oh, they're gonna boo the crap out of them because it's Boston. They and won it's six wicked. freaking championships uh, there. It's exactly. No way. I don't like, think they're gonna they're gonna fair. cheer like crazy in my opinion. Yeah, I like mean, there'll probably be a few boo birds, but it won't be. The cheers will be louder than the boos in my opinion. But I would love to see if they do boo them because yeah. if they do. Br- Forget everything I said. It'll Brady's about blowout, to go off. Yeah. yeah, they'll blow him out by 35 easily. If they boo before a game, it's over. Game's over. I think people are more upset with Belichick with how that breakup yeah. went than Brady. Um, as they should but, be. Yeah. Um, all right, so last game, Monday Night Football. Another kind of interesting game here. We got the 3-0 and Raiders. Who would have thought that was going to happen? I mean, they, they can make the playoffs. But I feel like this happens every year. They get off to a hot start, and then they just fall on their face. This could be the beginning of them falling on their face, going against a really good Chargers team. Um, I think, Chris, you're up here. Who do you like between the Raiders and the Chargers? Oh, man. Uh, I thought the Raiders were fraudly coming into the year. I don't really anymore, but this one's in L.A. I think the Chargers have looked really good. That Kansas City win was awesome. Justin Herbert looked great. I think this is the week the wheels come off for Las Vegas. I think this is going to be a shootout and a really fun one to watch. But the fact that it's in L.A. at SoFi, Justin Herbert's playing out of his mind, even though Derek Carr is also playing out of his mind. It's going to be a good game, man. I'm very excited for this one. I'm definitely going to be watching with open eyes for this one. Going to be very tuned into this game. You mentioned the game being in L.A., but actually just before we record this, I saw a quote from Derek Carr kind of not bashing the the Chargers for having no fans, but just saying how every time they've been away teams for those games, uh, a lot of their fans came out. Apparently 75% of the fans will be the Raiders fans. I'm not surprised by that at all. Um, I think Vegas, you know, they're a good team, a good story of them being 3-0. Um, however, I will also be taking the Chargers. I think that not them being home is a big difference, but I think the, they're just playing really good football at the moment. Um, and if it goes, if it's a high-scoring game, I don't think the Raiders' offense will be able to match them. <sighs> Last time I picked the Raiders on Monday Night Football, they shocked the world at one. So maybe I should pick them again here. But I, I, I 
that Falcons pick really scared me. So I've been kind of playing it safe the rest of the way. Um, I think the Chargers, um, they really made a statement last week. You could worry about some potential fall off. But this, I'm calling it right now, this is going to be Justin Herbert's like, this is going to be his game. Where I think like we're football nerds, so we know who he is. You do fantasy, you know who he is. But I feel like he hasn't had that game, that moment where it's like, boom, this is Justin Herbert on prime time. Maybe that was last week. But this week, I think he really kind of cements himself from the top quarterbacks in the game. Gets the gun against the Raiders team, who I think, speaking of, for, I don't know how you can, the lost, lost frauds, lost fraudist Raiders. I don't know how you can do that with the work fraud in there, but Maybe I hate AFC West teams with the Raiders and Broncos. They're both frauds. Give me the Chargers. Um, All right, so let's hop in now to the fantasy picks of the week, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Roman, you can start us off here. Who do you like? Who's your first fantasy pick? Yeah, it's actually a player in the game that we just finished talking about. It's Mike Williams for me. He's on a tear recently. Um, He's a must-start now in your lineups. And and it's funny, though, because Keenan Allen is also very productive on his end, too. So the fact that, you know, they're, they're both able to coexist in that offense is exactly what you're looking for. Um, they, Herbert was in a new system in year two. I mean, there were some question marks, but now they look rocking and rolling. And Mike Williams is definitely a start this week for me. Yeah, I, I like that pick, Roman. I mean, I think he's almost entered must-start territory for me. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's a great player. Um, he's really looked good, and they hyped him up a lot in the offseason. I I thought he could was a good sleeper, but I didn't really take him super seriously as a fantasy option. Now I definitely do. He's a high-end number two receiver for me and probably, a, honestly, a wide receiver one against this Raiders secondary that I don't buy. Yeah, good. I'm honestly happy because I feel like he was a top five pick a few years ago. I think people forget about that. He's a um, good player, man. He's got a ton of talent. Yeah, but it just seems like year after year we're waiting. Like he's like that late round flyer you take a chance on every draft, and it's it's awesome to see him finally be um, he's successful for here. a contract next year. He'll definitely get yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. I'd um, be stunned if the Chargers don't resign him. Personally. Yeah, especially with Keenan Allen getting up there in age. I know he's a he's a dog, but I mean, um, he's getting up there, and they're going to need another yeah. number one to kind of go along with Herbert's progression. And Williams has proved at least so far that he's that guy. But look out for Josh Palmer as well. But uh, Chris, who, who's your fantasy pick? Yeah, I got a theme with mine. Um, it's it's a lot of bounce back candidates, guys that have gotten off to disappointing starts this year, um, have had things happen, injuries, you know, being in the doghouse, things like that. I'm gonna take. My, my first pick is going to be in that Carolina-Dallas game. I'm going to take Robbie Anderson against the Dallas oh, Cowboys. I think he has been terrible, but I expect DJ Moore to have Trevion Diggs on him all day. Robbie Anderson, no CMC most likely. I think Robbie could have a nice bounce-back game this week. I'd be willing to play him in my flex. I, I'm calling for I'm calling for the breakout game this year. I, don't, I still don't know if I can trust him. It's kind of like it was with the Jets where you could always throw him in and hope for that bomb touch. I think he – he gets a little volume. They've been, they've been talking about getting him more involved. I think this is the week where it finally he put he puts it together with that old connection with Darnold. I I, I think he's five eighty and a five for eighty and a touchdown. I could see it. I don't. He's not a wide receiver one. He's not a must play. But if you if you're you know the underdog or you need a flex or you had CMC and he went out with an injury and you need yeah you need a flex pretty much. I I'm very happy throwing Robbie this week. I think this could be a nice week for him. Yeah, I think many people were concerned with Robbie at the beginning of the season just because all the targets that he was going to get went to CMC. Obviously, he commands a lot of attention, but with him being out, I definitely like to see where he does this week. Um, I mean, he'll only have a few weeks with CMC out because he's not going on the IR or anything, but um, he's definitely more startable this week than he probably would the rest of the season. Hopefully, he doesn't continue the downtrends that he's had so far. Yeah, I, I mean, he, I have him on a lot of fantasy teams. He was one of my big kind of must-draft guys, and he's been awful. Um, so hopefully, I mean, 
all great points. I hope it happens because CMC demands a lot of targets. There's that connection between Anderson and Darnold. They, they're good. They're good friends. So hopefully that, that works out, but I'll hop now into my first, I'll just do both my picks. So first of all, I want to say there's so many good, I know we don't do Thursday night players, but there's so many good Cincinnati players this week. Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, the Cincinnati defense. I mean, I love Joe Mixon as Chris mentioned earlier. Um, I wish we could pick those guys, but I'm not going to, I love all of them. Um, I also like if he's healthy, but I'm not going to pick him Elijah Mitchell. So sorry if anyone's going to pick him, but I, I do like him. The Seahawks defense sucks. Um, so if he, if, if he was healthy and we knew that right now at the time of recording, I would put him as a pick, but fortunately I'm not, I'm going to stick with the receivers though. Uh, well, I'm going away from the running back, going to the receivers. Two guys, um, I've got Odell Beckham Jr. against the oh, Vikings. Uh, he had a pretty solid first week last week, um, back from the ACL injury. Without Jarvis Landry, though, they're going against the good. Vikings. He looked really yeah, he good. Looked really good. Uh, and they're against the Vikings, too. giving up the 29th, or their 29th in um, pass. Or, 29th in receiver fantasy points um, in terms of ESPN PPR. So mix that with the increased targets for Beckham. He's looked good. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. So they're going to keep throwing the ball. I think Odell's going to have a, a big game um, kind of like, Hey, he's back on the map. He's back and healthy. That could be that kind of game for him. Other guy is a guy who Chris actually just traded in our redraft league. Um, and that's Jacoby Myers. He's projected. Uh, he's against the, against the Buccaneers. They're dead last. They're 32nd in the league in terms of fantasy points for receivers. So they, they got a really bad secondary. We saw that exploited last week against the Rams. Um, so I really like Jacoby Myers as well. So Odell and Jacoby are my guys um, for this week. Yeah, I mean, I like both the picks. Uh, Myers could have a very solid week. This Tampa Bay secondary has not been great this year. Myers is a guy that gets a ton of targets. I, I don't think he has an insane amount of upside. This is why he's not on my roster anymore. I don't think he's a league winner, but he's a guy that you could throw in, get high-end flex production. He's going to get targets. He's going to catch the ball. He's still yet to score a touchdown in his NFL career somehow, and he's gotten like 150 targets. It's like some mind, mind-blowing mind stat, in my opinion. He still hasn't gotten the end zone. Maybe this could be the week. We'll see here. But I just I, – I don't know. I – I don't think he's going to score, but I think he can give you, you know, six for 78 for 75, something like that. I think he'll give you some kind of stat line like that. And then Odell, ton of targets last week. Honestly, I was really impressed with the way he played in a game that they didn't really need him. And he, he was pretty fantasy relevant, at least a guy you could throw in the flex. I think it's the same recipe. Kind of like a – he's like a – Robbie Anderson's like a Walmart version of him where you could throw him and you, you – you, I mean, I would play OBJ as a low end number two, but if you have him in your flex, he could pop, he could not. But I think this is a much better situation for him to smack around this uh, this Minnesota secondary. Yeah, I got nothing to add. Both are good players. Um, although I guess who knows what Sherman's role will be when they play the Buck or when they play the Patriots? He hadn't, but... he hadn't played football in like a year. So yeah, and he wasn't that true. great even when he was. Still yeah, he's, he's lost a step. I mean, he's it's an upgrade from their secondary for sure. I honestly don't know if he's even going to play this week. I assume he probably will, but he's got to get acclimated to that defense. So I when did he get signed on Wednesday? I, I mean, that's pretty. That's a pretty quick turnaround, just a few days. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance that he already was in communications with the Bucks before that, so he might already know yeah. their defense and everything. So, um, but we'll hey, see. Chris, how about you get into your? Oh, sorry, Roman, to cut you off, but uh, Chris, um, get, get us into your final fantasy pick. Yeah, um, my last pick is uh, you mentioned the Niners uh, Niners game. I, I like that side of the ball against Seattle. Elijah Mitchell is an interesting pick, but my pick is going to be, and this is similar to a lot of my picks on my list, Brandon Ayuk um, last week played a ton. 
got a touchdown, a decent game. I think he had 13 or 14 uh, PPR points, which is, I mean, it's nothing special, but he was on the field a ton. He's definitely out of the doghouse now. I think Brandon Ayuk against, he, this could be his breakout game. I mean, honestly, Debo Samuel is another guy that you absolutely willing to start in fantasy. I, I mean, he, he's a must start at this point. Ayuk's not on that level. He's kind of, like, again, this is similar. I think he's more in that OBJ tier where you you absolutely sh- should, he's like a should start. If you can if you can avoid playing him, you got good enough options, don't do it, but he's a guy that's probably in a majority of your lineups. You drafted him pretty high. This is the time to play him now that you've seen it out on the field, and I think he's a number two wide receiver this week. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't hate the pick at all. I mean, he's definitely shown he can go back into fantasy lineups after stinking up the first couple of weeks. Um, him and Debo, I think they are a great duo for them. I mean, Debo is a must start. I think Ayuk is a definitely startable this week uh, in a game where it could be very high scoring um, and San Francisco has a lot of opportunity. I think Ayuk is a good pick for sure. I mean, I'm worried, but um, like you said, Chris, you're going with some bounce back guys. Um, Ayuk has also been awful to start the year. Um, I mean, you could make an argument that him and Robbie Anderson are the two most disappointing fantasy players outside of maybe like CMC and Dalvin because they got hurt. But um, both guys have gone off to brutal starts, but they got good matchups. So I, I'm fans of both guys. So hopefully they can uh, kind of turn it, turn it around here um, in week four. But Roman, finish us off. Who's your final fantasy pick? Yeah, it's actually be two guys. Um, However, I will mention that these two guys are very, very deep players. uh, And I'd put these picks on par with maybe the Adrian Peterson one of last year. So just prepare yourselves. All right. (laughs) So first player, I'm going to go back to the Raiders Chargers game. And if, if Josh Jacobs is out, Peyton Barber is startable. (laughs) I mean, if you have a handcuff guy, I mean, he had like 27 fantasy points last week. Rudin was obviously very high on him. He'll say he'll go if uh, Josh Jacobs is out. He said he'll put Barber back into the primary role. So if Josh Jacobs is out, Peyton Barber might be a startable player. But who knows? I mean, it could, depending on the game script, I think he can do what he did, but also they still have Drake. So that's just something to keep worry about. Um, yeah, let me cut you off really quick. Um, I, you'd have to put a gun to my head to put if, – if, if you see Peyton Barber in any of my fantasy lineups this week, it's because somebody hacked my computer. Somebody literally put a gun to my head. It's like, you have to play him because you can't make me play this guy. Man. I know he had a great week. He looked all right out there against Miami, which is not a slouch defense. But I just cannot – I will play almost – I might play Jock Patrick over him, man. I cannot do it. I, I physic- He might have a great fantasy game, man. I don't – I'm not even hating on the actual pick. He could be decent. If you can sp- – just don't watch the game, you know, take some Tums and maybe you could throw them into your lineup if you need a running back, but I'm not going to do it. I, I, I get it. If he has a nice I love game, Tums. he can talk some crap, but yeah, uh, you're really going to love him after playing Peyton Barber too, because he's the master of the one yard carry. He may fall in the end zone, man. I don't know. And he caught some passes. Like he had a great week, man. I just can't do it. I physically cannot do it. That might be all the points he has all season. Well, even yeah. yeah. When you think, when you think of Peyton Barber, you don't think of him as a startable player, which is, uh, I'm surprised he went off last week too. But... I don't think of him as an NFL player. Player. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't even know he was still on a <laughs> roster awful. before last week, so I, that's how much I know about him. But I mean, he was kind of fancy relevant, like a way, way back when he was with the Bucks. Like yeah, I'm talking, like we're talking Frank, like four years ago. He was like the Frank Gore, where he could get you 15 for 60, and he might catch one pass for five yards. You get seven points. Hey, if you want that, take it. Anyway, all right, Roman, who's, got who's, a little your, more who's your next guy? Who's your next guy? <laughs> all right, this is. Maybe the worst pick I've ever selected. And you guys probably don't even know who he is. Similar to Jock Patrick at uh, level. But it's, we're going to go into the, t- the Titans-Jets game. And obviously, if the Bra- uh, if Brown and Julio does not play, 
I mean, sure, it could be a purely rushing game, but you got to pick someone up maybe that's going to have production. I think any wide receiver in that game could have production, right? And I'd actually look this player's name up because I didn't know how to pronounce it right. His name is Nick Westbrook Aquina. Had a touchdown last week. I mean, they have Chester Rogers. They have Reynolds coming back. This guy, Nick Westbrook Aquina, I put him on the level of Jock Patrick level of a boomer bust kind of guy. I mean, it's the Jets, so if it's the one week you can start, I'm going to flex. It could be this week, unless you're in a very deep league. Then you might become a better better pick, but I think that's a guy that could be startable, maybe with a touchdown, but that's all you might get from him, uh, depend, depending on, obviously, if, if Brown and, and Julio is out. With both out, you definitely get, get production out of him. With one out, probably not, but we'll definitely get some action. He had a touchdown last week. Maybe you can do it again versus the Jets, though. So, yeah, I, hey man, I don't. I'm not even gonna try to say his name, but I actually picked him up for a minute today in uh in our me and Drew's redraft league. I ended up dropping him because I saw some news about Deshaun Watson potentially getting traded. I decided to pick him up and see what happens uh, because I don't really need this guy and I don't need to start him this week because Deontay Johnson should be back out there and and he's on my team now after a nice trade, but, um, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, the, someone's going to catch the ball. It could be Chester Rogers of Anthony Ferkser plays. It could be him. I mean, you, if this is a desperation play, but honestly he had a nice week last week. I could see it happening again for, for, for Nick. I'm not even going to try to say this. But. No, I, I like to think a lot too. I mean, we kind of sometimes rip on you Roman for, uh, maybe going with the safer end of the pick. So, uh, you, you went out here and you I'm listed old. two guys, Peyton Barber, obviously got a really, disgusting reaction from a lot, <laughs> a lot of us um and i i'm not again i'm not a nick um the titans receiver i'm not gonna try to pronounce his last name either i like it too i mean like you said they're gonna have to throw the ball a little bit clearly that Tannehill trusts him um because he scored a touchdown last week so um good matchup obviously so yeah it's if you're trying to get some deep cuts i, li- I like that pick a lot um but yeah do you guys have anything else you want to add here before we get out of here no just ready to watch this uh Bengals game that's about to start. Watch my guy Joe Mixon win me a hundred dollars. I'm hoping for it. Joe Mixon plus one twenty five. Joe Mixon to score a touchdown and Joe Mixon over fifteen and a half receiving yards. I need all three of those things to hit and the Bengals to win by any amount of score. And I, I'll be up hundred bucks. So it'll, it'll be, it could be a good night for me. And then I got him in fantasy too. So just hoping he doesn't get injured too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. It's the first time I've sat down and watched Burrow and Lawrence all year, so I, I think it'll be a good matchup between those yeah, two looking, at least. Yeah, looking forward to I'm, I am looking forward to it. I think this is going to be a fun game. It's probably going to be ugly, but hey. I think no, the Cincinnati no might blow him out. I, I think Cincinnati might blow him out. I think Jamar Chase might go off, too. That's just going to be really fun to watch um, as a Jamar Chase fantasy owner. But Jamal, Jam, a Jamal Agnew kick return touchdown, anyone? Maybe James Robinson, ninety-five yards to the house. I'll sign sign me up for that. He's gonna have a good game, though. Yeah, that's, yeah that is true. Sure. But um, yeah, so that'll be it for this episode. Once again, we are the Zone Defense Podcast. Uh, we do these episodes on the NFL every single week, along with fantasy analysis and breaking news, emergency podcast episodes. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Spotify and Twitter at Zone Defense Pod. And search us on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss any of that awesome content. Um, also, smash that like button down below and drop a comment. Um, let us know what you thought about our Roman's deep cut fantasy picks, um, any of our fantasy picks from this week, or our NFL game picks, anything like that. We love reading your comments um, and responding to them as quickly as we can. So, um, yeah, thank you again for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time. Peace. See ya.